So very, we've already gained a lot sort of knowledge um, and memories from our studies. Um, but we come to learn the Dhamma in order to study a new kind of knowledge that which um, we gain from looking into our hearts. And we study the knowledge, the subject um, of relieving suffering. And so this is what we do as Buddhists. We also need to contemplate the situation that we're in and um, be aware of what's going on and not just give in to our feelings about it. And so if there's an illness going around and there are many people who are dying from that, um, but we feel that it's not that many people, then there won't be much fear in our hearts. But if we have a feeling that there's a lot of people who are dying, even if it's the same number, um, there'll be a lot of fear. And so it's our thoughts that um, bring us around to being afraid. If we if there, we hear this news of there being an illness, of being an epidemic, um, but we get the feeling that it's not going to be me who gets it, I won't be affected by it, then we won't be afraid of it. But if we hear this news and we think that I will be affected, I will contract this illness, then there'll be a lot of fear coming up. We'll fear our own death. And it's just like monks who go to practice in a large um, secluded forest. And they're sitting there and they hear um, the sound of a tiger roaring and the sound echoes through the forest. And they think that he's going to come and eat me for sure. And there's no protection that this monk has. Um, and so they get very afraid. But really, there's lots of food for a tiger in a forest. There are many different animals, many deers that the tiger can eat. Um, but this fear comes because of the monk believing that the tiger is going to eat me for sure. So in order to relieve our hearts of fear, we need to train them, to cultivate them, um, to bring our minds to peace. And that even though there may be these illnesses um, going around, if we can um, contemplate to see the causes and effects of things, and then that'll be a way of relieving our fear. So fear, when fear arises, there's a lot of clinging and attachment there. And this is a cause for us to experience um, anguish and pain. But if we don't have any fear, then the problems that we encounter will be easy to solve. If there's um, feelings of fear there, it'll be very difficult for us to solve them. So we should um, recollect the impermanent nature of existence in order to 
um, relieve our hearts from fear in order to bring our hearts to peace and to bring them into a state of samadhi where they can become energized. And with this energy, we can gain um, a strong footing to be able to struggle and fight against all of the sense impressions that we experience. The forms that come in through our eyes, um, all the sounds that we hear through our ears, the smells that come in through our nose, or the tastes that contact our tongue, the feelings of something being hard, something being soft that contacts the body. So when we have these sense faculties there, then there'll be objects that contact them, and then these get sent into the heart, and the heart receives and knows them. If our minds are centered, then they're like clear water. And when any emotion or any sense object comes in, and the mind um, then loses that centeredness, and it becomes dyed by that object. And it's just like color being put into water. So if you put red or green or black into water, then it receives that color and it takes on that color. It becomes murky as well. So when we experience um, any of these objects, then it's natural for uh, some form of greed, hatred and delusion to arise. And then when that object leaves, then the greed, hatred and delusion leaves as well. But the difficulty comes about because these sense objects arise very frequently. And if we don't have mindfulness, we don't have wisdom, then there's no stillness in the heart. And it'll just be very scattered, chaotic, and um, unsettled, full of suffering. So the Buddha taught us to be wise to the suffering, to get to know what it's about. And so what is suffering like? What kinds of suffering do we have? If we want something and we don't get it, then that is dukkha. When we experience old age, sickness and death, then that is dukkha. Separation from the things that we love and find dear, that is dukkha. And this dukkha, the Buddha raised up to be a noble truth, an Arya Satcha, something that we should get to know and understand, something we should pay attention to. So what is this dukkha like? So we should get to know that, and the Buddha himself got to know it. So there are these three aspects to each of the Four Noble Truths. And the Buddha taught those uh, clearly and got to know them himself very clearly. Knowing what dukkha is like. And that this dukkha has a cause. And that cause is craving. And there are these three kinds of craving that the Buddha pointed to. There's the craving for sensuality, the craving for having and being, and the craving for not being, not having. And these all become the cause, the origin of this dukkha. But if there's no craving there, then dukkha won't arise. The only reason that this stress or suffering comes up 
is because of the presence of at least one of these three forms of craving. So the Buddha understood this for himself. So then what should we do with this craving? We should abandon it. And the Buddha had abandoned craving already. This brings about Niroda, the cessation of dukkha, of suffering. The cessation that um, comes about through abandoning, through letting go, um, through returning um, this dukkha and the causes of dukkha. So what um, duty do we have in response to Niroda? It's something that we should make clear within ourselves, within our hearts. And the Buddha had done this himself already. And so we've covered um, nine aspects of uh, this, these noble truths. Um, and what we have left is three. And so the three aspects left um, are concerned with the Noble Eightfold Path. And so what should we do with this path? It's something that we should develop and cultivate. And the Buddha had already developed um, this path. And when we develop it, then that's when Niroda, cessation, will become clear. So there are two different sides to the Four Noble Truths. Um, there is the side of craving leading to the arising of suffering. And there's the side of the path leading to the arising of cessation. So these Arya Satcha, they're the four noble truths. And um, what they point us to is cultivating and developing this noble path. And this path, this noble path, what that means is the path that leads us away from our enemies, our enemy being suffering. So it starts off with samaditi, right view, and then goes to right intention. And this right intention is not being pulled into or caught up by liking or disliking. So we should train ourselves in that, not allowing the mind to be caught by liking and disliking. We do that through developing mindfulness. And when we develop mindfulness, then we also need to be developing samadhi together. So these two, mindfulness and samadhi, they fit into the samadhi um, heading or aspect of this noble path. So samaditi, samasangapo, they come under the wisdom aspect. And then with sila, we have um, right action, right speech, right livelihood. So all of us, we should try to cultivate and develop this noble path because it leads us to peace. And then with that peace, we can contemplate into the nature of our craving and see that the whole world is just conventions and everything in the world is merely convention. In truth, there's no me or mine there. There's no self, but it's that our minds go and attach to these conventions and impose this meaning of a self upon them. They attach to these four elements that have 
come together and coagulate it into this body that's sitting here right now. But are we able to control this body? If our minds and our body were the same thing, then we would have control over our bodies. But we can contemplate that if air, oxygen, is absent from these bodies, then they'll die. And just like a robot that isn't able to function anymore. And similarly, if they don't get enough water, then these bodies will experience death. If the heat disperses or the hardness, the earth element breaks up, then it will likewise experience death. So through contemplating in this manner, we can see that there's no self there to it because these bodies have to depend upon these causes for life. But it's that our minds go and attach. They have this upadana and they've clung on to the body already. So if we just try and think our way out of this attachment, the minds won't be able to accept it. They've attached to, these, to this body for a very long time now, so a mere thought won't cut it. It'll be able to reduce the defilements by a small amount. But what we really need is the cultivation of samadhi and bringing the mind into a very strong and stable state for clear knowing to arise. So that we can see truly and clearly that this body is unstable. It's a nietzsche that it arises, it lasts for some time and then it ceases. And that really this body is a source of pain. So there's this anicca, this arising and ceasing nature. Then there's dukkha, that which is difficult to bear. And then anatta, not self. So we see that in the body. Um, that we have this convention that when there's birth, um, then that's a person who's been born. And then when there's death, then there's a person who has died. But really, it's just a collection of elements. The elements have come together at birth, and then they separate out at death. We can ask ourselves, a hundred years ago, where were we? Where were these bodies that we take to be self, this body that's sitting here right now? Where was that a hundred years ago? And then a hundred years from now, where will this body that I take to be me be then? You see that it will break up before then. Because these bodies have an expiry date. And for some people it will break up a long time before then. Maybe some people die as children. And especially when there's an epidemic going around, then um, a lot of children can die from that. So when we contemplate, um, then we can see with clarity that these bodies fall under the characteristics of anicca, dukkha, anatta. But our minds have gone and attached to this form of nature, to this body, and they don't want for it to get sick. They don't want for it to change. They don't want for it to get old or die. But that's simply not possible. And it's just like a river that flows down from the mountains, that starts off in the Himalayas and then flows down to the sea. 
And if someone were standing on the bank of that river and watching it, and they desired for the water to flow upstream, for the water to go upwards against gravity, then that person will experience suffering. And it is just like this with our bodies, that if there's someone who experiences birth, but they don't want to get old, they don't want to grow sick or to die, then they will experience the suffering of the heart for sure. Because this world has no owner. The world here, meaning the body, there's no owner to the body. The body, it's, it's under the leadership of old age, sickness and death. The Buddha discovered this and he taught this truth. But if our minds aren't in a peaceful state, then we won't be able to see that truth. We'll know about it. We'll know that the body isn't self, but we won't see it. And without being able to see it, then we won't be able to abandon the attachment that we have towards our body. So what it requires is this direct seeing of the nature um, of our bodies. And for that to happen, we need to train our minds in um, mindfulness and samadhi. We need something there that can bring our minds to a state of freedom and a state of stillness. And from that, to look into the nature of samuti, of conventions. And when we see that clearly, then the heart will experience vimuti, liberation. So we train ourselves um, like this. And um, today there'll be an ordination that's going to be happening uh, soon. So we'll give um, everyone the time now to sit in meditation to cultivate your minds and uh, bring them to peace. <clears throat> 